I'm pretty stoked because I'm starting to see some cool research that's showing that a Mediterranean style diet combined with intermittent fasting could be the ultimate way to reduce trunk fat or to alter how our body distributes fat, even if there's carbohydrates in the mix. It's really cool stuff. Part of the perks of what I do is I uncover really interesting research. And there's a particular study that was published in the journal Diabetes Care that illuminated all of this for me. And I'm excited to share it with you because I think you're gonna get something out of it and possibly a new way to tailor your diet to get more out of your overall belly fat loss. I do wanna make sure you hit that red subscribe button and then also hit that bell icon. This is the internet's leading intermittent fasting channel. That's gonna make sure you turn on notifications daily. And after this video, do check out Sun Warriors Omega-3s, okay? I'm going to talk a little bit about Omega-3s in this video. There's going to be an applicable portion of this, but I just highly recommend you check them out. So after this video, check out the Algol Oil Omega-3s that are technically a vegan Omega-3. Pretty interesting stuff, and I'll talk a little bit more about that, or you can just click through and check them out. Big supporter of this channel, so thank you, Sun Warrior. Anyhow, let's get into the interesting science. The study that was published in Diabetes Care took a look at two different kinds of diets. Both were, crazy enough, pretty high carbohydrate, which is usually not something I condone, but this is just a testament to the specific oils that were in it. They looked at one group that consumed 65% carbohydrates, 6% saturated fat, 8% monounsaturated fat, and 6% polyunsaturated fat, like omega-3s. Okay. The other group consumed slightly lower carbohydrate, 47% carbohydrate, 9% saturated fat, 23% monounsaturated fat, largely coming from high-quality olive oil, and then 6% polyunsaturated fat, like omega-3s. Well, they both ate the exact same amount of calories, and mind you, this was a highly, highly controlled study. Okay, so exact amount of calories were the same, okay? Well, it turns out the group that had slightly lower carbohydrates and more of the olive oil monounsaturated fats had a significant reduction or a significant impairment, I should say, of the distribution of fat to the belly. They did not store fat in the belly. They had much less trunk fat. The group that ate, mind you, the same amount of calories, but less of the monounsaturated fats had a, quite an increase in their trunk fat, belly fat. Okay, so what's the mechanism here? What else is going on? Well, they found that there was a big increase in adenopectin. I'm gonna talk a little bit about adenopectin here in a minute. It's a complex, rather mysterious situation. So I'm gonna keep it high level, but there is a good increase in adenopectin in the group that had the monounsaturated fats and the slightly lower carbohydrates. So it's gonna play into this in just a second. Let me explain some more stuff. So the higher carb, lower high quality fat group saw a large increase in fat in the trunk belly fat, but they also saw an increase in leptin. Now, a lot of us think leptin is a hormone that triggers our metabolism to elevate. And to some degree that's true, but when leptin is chronically high, it signals the brain so much that the brain tunes it out. The brain finally becomes leptin resistant, as we call it. And that is a common trait in people that are obese or overweight. Their bodies just are resistant to hearing from leptin, so they never answer the phone and trigger the fat burning mechanisms. So higher levels of leptin in this case are more indicative of obesity with literally not even that much of a change, slightly higher carbohydrate and not eating the good Mediterranean fats. Again, starting to at least somewhat prove that the Mediterranean diet is effective. I'm going to get into the fasting portion. Do not tune out yet. So let's circle back to adenopectin for a moment. Okay, adenopectin, this mysterious hormone that is secreted by adipocytes, fat cells, hence the name adenopectin. Well, 
When we have an increase in adenopectin, we generally have an increase in fat burning mechanisms. So uh, for example, CD36, which is a lipid transporter. We also see increases in what's called uncoupling protein, which is what allows us to generate extra body heat and burn fat just chilling on the couch. Okay? We also see increase in what is called acetyl coenzyme A oxidase, which just like the enzyme name implies, helps oxidate acetyl coenzyme so that we can burn more fat. Okay, so in adenopectin is higher, those things are higher. Well, guess what? How else can we increase adenopectin? How else can we increase CD36? How else can we increase the things like uncoupling proteins? Fasting. Fasting has been demonstrated via what's called PGC1A pathways to increase. So now we have two parallel mechanisms that are activating this adenopectin process. We have the Mediterranean diet, which is proving to be very effective, and we have fasting. So one could very much so say, hey, I could practice an intermittent fasting lifestyle and also practice a Mediterranean style during my eating windows, never have to worry about going low carb. I could just go moderate carb and still have tremendous effects at the redistribution of trunk fat and visceral fat, at least based upon this research from this one particular study that's been extrapolated over multiple studies. That's fascinating stuff. Then let's level it up a little bit more if you haven't tuned out already and just taken this to the bank. What if you increase the amount of omega-3s, which you would likely see in a good quality Mediterranean diet? That's what's lacking with this diabetes care study. That doesn't have a whole lot of the omega-3s. Well, omega-3s have a powerful effect on, guess what? Adenopectin, all right? You guessed it. One particular study published in the European Society of Endocrinology took a look at subjects over the course of three months and it gave them either two grams of omega-3s or a placebo. Not even that much, two grams of omega-3s. And guess what they saw? 44% increase in adenopectin levels in that group. More adenopectin. Now, there's different mechanisms of action that could be, you know, could be causing that. Anyhow, this is a perfect part for me to mention again. Remember what I mentioned at the beginning of this video? If you want a good quality omega-3, check out Sun Warrior's algal oil down below. Okay, touching on this for just a second, Algal oil is omega-3 that comes from algae. So it's lower down the food chain, less risk of it being contaminated. This is the omega-3 that I typically use. I usually cycle through this and sometimes I'll use calamarine, sometimes I'll use krill, but I rotate them out so I have a different choice. But I would recommend in the case of a Mediterranean, highly recommend you check them out. They're a big supporter of this channel as well. There was another study that looked a little bit further at the omega-3 piece with this. And it found that you really did need to be consuming omega-3s over the longer term, two, three, four months before it had an effect. And that had to do with its effect on what is called tumor necrosis factor 1 alpha, so an inflammatory effect. And it's fairly common knowledge that omega-3s have a positive influence on inflammatory markers within the body. Okay? What that means is that via various pathways, they can modulate that. They can control inflammation a little bit. I'm careful to say that, but that's just based on the research, right? Remember, this is informational purposes only. I'm just some dude on the internet. But what that implies is that it takes time for omega-3s to do their job. So you can't just be taking omega-3s and have a magic pill, literally speaking, right? You need to be able to take it over time, but also consuming omega-3 rich foods throughout your Mediterranean-style diet. Okay, so what that would mean, let me just give you an example of what this might look like. You practice a 16-8 style fast, and when you're eating your food, you're eating a largely Mediterranean diet, maybe about a 40% carbohydrate diet, and you're combining that throughout the course of the day, not in one meal, with high amounts of olive oil, high amounts of avocado oil, high amounts of macadamia nut oil, high amounts of good quality coconut oil, which isn't technically Mediterranean, but I still throw it in. But then you're also gonna add good things like nuts that have been blanched or sprouted so that they don't have the phytic acid. More on that stuff in another time, okay? 
but then you'd also want to be adding in possibly some sardines. Maybe you'd want to be adding in some salmon, maybe some Dover sole, some cod, some halibut, anything, anything that's going to get you a little bit more of those omega-3s, and then you're going to potentially supplement with a little bit more omega-3s if you want to add that extra insulating layer of more omega-3s. Then you're taking the best of this diabetes care study along with this European Society of Endocrinology study, and you're hybridizing what could be a very positive experiment for you from a fasting perspective. Anyhow, as always, keep it locked in here on my channel, and I'll see you tomorrow.